get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we don't necessarily want you to leave us, but you can turn the TV on because MLB Network is going to start 17 straight hours of live opening day coverage. It gets underway at 8 o'clock here uh, on uh, or in Secaucus, New Jersey on MLB Network. Our great friend, the native St. Louis and the product of the Lindenwood University, Greg Amzinger, is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Happy opening day. Hey, thank you very much, Randy. This will be the first opening day that I begin the season on the IL. So I, I know what it's like now to be a player that, that was excited to start anew, but you have to wait a bit. So I'll be waiting. My debut will be Friday. I'll be debuting Friday. I won't be part of the 17 hours. So that's fine. I'll just be wearing my, my, my Cardinal underwear, my Cardinal jersey, and sitting around waiting for the game to start. So Greg's IL is retroactive, which is good. And you get to experience it like everybody else. You just get to uh, sit on the, the couch at home and take in all the coverage on MLB Network, and it'll be unbelievable. What are you going to eat? <laughs> well, that's a very good question. My appetite hasn't exactly um, been <laughs> animalistic yet. I've been fruits and vegetables... Think of like a deer uh, tailgating for uh, opening day. That's kind of what I'm like right now. I like that visual, Greg. I really do. Well, since, <laughs> since it's opening day, we're going to do some predictions later in the show. So we need to start with you. Greg, who do you have winning the World Series and how many games do the Dodgers win it in? Uh, you're not the Dodgers winning the World Series, believe it or not. Wow, who I do you have? Yeah, I have. Uh, I do believe you can have too much depth and therefore – Egos get involved, and I believe Dave Roberts will have the most grueling season ever managing so many talented players. David Price is saying all the right things right now. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. Put me in the bullpen. I don't mind. This is eventually going to wear thin on this Dodger team. They have so many players who are so good, and they can't get repetition. Whereas the San Diego Padres are much more balanced. Everyone's still in a spot. Uh, and then if they do have injuries – They've got a young farm system that is still overflowing with talent. Even though they made so many moves, they still have a, a very fruitful farm system. I have the Padres going to the World Series, playing the Yankees in the World Series, and the Padres eventually winning the World Series. 1998. I, I didn't hear the Cardinals in that, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, Dan. I have them I'm, in my National League power rankings. I have the Cardinals fourth. I have them fourth behind the, the Padres, the Dodgers, the Braves, and then the Cardinals. With the Mets right behind now uh, after this $341 million extension to Francisco Lindor. Uh, what do you think about the Cardinals this year and, and the Central Division as a whole? I think the Cardinals win it in the walk. I think it's the least competitive division. Um, it's a, a collection of teams that I don't know if they have an identity right now. Do we know for, for certain that the group in Milwaukee is going to be together next year? Uh, I don't. I think Josh Hader is wearing a different uniform by the trade deadline. Uh, I, I'm, I think the, the Cincinnati Reds experiment of Suarez at shortstop could be a debacle. This could be one of the worst defensive teams we've seen in a long time. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates will break their record for uh, most losses in a single season, which I think is 113. That was done by the Pittsburgh Alleghenies back in the early uh, 1900s. That's how bad they are. 
uh, and the Cubs have terrible mojo. When Theo says, I'm out, because the ownership group is frugal, that's not exactly a good sign. And if you can't sign the most signable Cub ever in Anthony Rizzo to an extension before opening day, then you've got a lot of problems on your plate. So I, I just don't think any of these teams have, have a good mojo anywhere close what the Cardinals have going into opening day. Greg, all three of us really like Brian Hayes, the third baseman for the Pirates. If they have one shining light with that franchise right now, he seems to be it. Yeah, and I would say Josh Hartley, a Lindenwood University product. I'll slide that in there. Uh, big kid, had a good spring. He throws hard. Uh, they think he could be a weapon out of the bullpen, but Brian Hayes is, is going to be the future face of this organization. It's just it's pain, painful to say that they've only got one young guy that, that's exciting right now. And it's, look, they've got a couple other players that, that you could hang your hat on. But this is a team that traded away Glass now and Austin Meadows, okay? And, 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 and for a guy that's back at that team. I mean, they're just, they've made so many bad decisions. Uh, if there was an ownership group that, would, that should be forced to sell, it should be nutty and that group with the Pittsburgh Pirates because they're just not putting a competitive product on the field. Greg, you mentioned the Lindor contract. If people are just getting up and don't, didn't realize it overnight, he agreed to a 10-year, $341 million deal with the Mets in their heart of hearts. And I know Steve Cohen, their owner, has lots and lots and lots of money. But are Sandy Alderson and that front office kind of saying, thank you, Robinson Cano? <laughs> yes, in many ways. That's a great point. Uh, because he got popped for PEDs, it saved them a lot of money. They're not paying him uh, his salary this year. Uh, it's too bad for Robbie that he actually thought he needed to do that again. Um, I know him, great dude. I, I hate saying that, but he cheated. Um, I, it, it cost him money, and it saved the Mets enough money to go do some stuff. Up to this move, I got to tell you, I, I was disappointed with the Mets this winter because, yes, they've spent money. Go around the diamond. They, they have they've added pieces all along the way. But to me, it was a bunch of plan Bs. I didn't see Bauer in the rotation. Um, I saw Taiwan Walker. I, to me, that's a plan B. I didn't see JT Realmuto behind home plate. I saw James McCann. To me, that was a plan B. I didn't see George Springer in center field. So I, 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 was, I was hearing all this talk about the Mets owning the winner. Uh, and Francisco Lindor not getting an extension before opening day, to me, was just another plan B move by the Mets. Yeah, they traded for this guy, but now they're not going to hold on to this guy. So that's that's not exactly the best option. So the fact that they got this done before opening day, a la Mookie Betts with the Dodgers a year ago, uh, to me, it, it, it plants them perfectly behind the Braves in that division. I don't think they're going to be as good as the Braves, but it's going to put them in the playoffs. And having the Mets and the Yankees in the playoffs, I know this sounds like East Coast bias, but I am here and I've experienced this sport now for a while. It's good for baseball when both the Mets and the Yankees are good. It just is. Greg, 2020 was such a weird season for so many players and teams. So who's a player or team that you think was really impacted by the truncated season that will bounce back or break out in a big way? Mm, That's a really good question. There are so many young teams out there that I think if you look at the clubs that wanted to build from their their farm system and and really try to take that that next step, uh, I personally thought the Kansas City Royals were in position to make a splash last year. But they're young pitching, a kid like Brady Singer, who came up and showed us so many great things last year, former college right-hander. I think he's in for a monster year leading his staff 
uh, along with Keller and the Royals. But when you're building with young talent like that in your rotation, you need a normal every fifth day routine. It's kind of imperative, in my opinion. And to not do that, to not have that, really, I think, held the Kansas City Royals back from what they believed they could have done in 2020. I've had conversations with Mike Matheny, and he thought last year was the year that they were prepared to strike with all their young arms. But because of everything that happened, that got moved back to 2021. I still have them as one of my favorite teams going into this year to surprise a lot of clubs. I think the Cincinnati Reds were really affected by all this. They had veterans. It was the kind of opposite of what I just said. Uh, a team that, that was built, they went in with a bunch of DHs. It's as if uh, Dick Williams knew they were going to have this opportunity to load up offensively with a bunch of slug and, and, and let's see if we can sneak into the playoffs and win the World Series in this weird year. And it, it just fell apart on them in, 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 in a heartbeat. And, you know, they, they played well below the expectations going in. And, and then Dick Williams steps down. And now they've got too many position players, not enough positions to play. Uh, to me, I think the Reds were, were drastically affected by that truncated season. Greg Amzinger, a couple more things. The rankings for jersey sales came out yesterday. And no surprise, Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, 1-2. Kershaw is number 5, as it should be. Fernando Tatis is up there. Harper is up there. Aaron Judge, Acuna, Francisco Lindor. Kike Hernandez is 9. And Mike Trout is 10th in Major League Jersey sales. Mm-hmm. Is that a problem? I mean, Tom Brady always leads the the NFL. Should your best player lead in Jersey sales? Uh, you you would hope so, or be ahead of Kike uh, Hernandez at least. Kike uh, Hernandez was mind boggling, but you know he's a funny, big personality guy. Uh, Dodger fans loved him when he was there. Now he's in Boston, which is another major market. Uh, Mike Trout is a great player, lunch pail kind of guy. Doesn't really want the fame of of being a Hall of Famer. He he doesn't want it, and he's never really clamored for it. Um, he's put a lot of opportunities on, on, off to the side. I don't think this is someone that wants to do the, the media rounds. If, if he was the face of a video game, he doesn't want to do all that stuff. He'd rather say no to side money. He's got a contract that's worth almost half a billion dollars. So he doesn't really do it for the money. He's still a simple guy. I'll tell you a story. Um, I went to his MVP party the night of the New York Writers Dinner in obviously New York City. And it's at this great club and and it's you know, VIP. You gotta get an invitation from the from the club. The Angels were the ones that paid for it. And Artie Moreno's walking around and get a chance to me and my wife get a chance to meet him. But it's just like a handful of media folks. The organization, the people that worked for the Angels that flew there to New York City for Mike. And then it's his entire high school class. Like it was a high school reunion <laughs> from from New Jersey. It's like it, these are these are the people he wants to be around. So he's a very simple guy, and he's not marketing himself, and he's doing that intentionally. So he's tense, and it's no one's fault. It's just the way Mike Trout wants it. I also think it doesn't help his cause, Greg, when he's not in the postseason every year. I think it, yeah, but but you know, as as we say that. Don't we all think he's the best player in baseball right now? Everyone says that. He's the best player in baseball. He's the best player in baseball. He's the best player in baseball. So we, it's not as if he's going to show us something that we don't already know. It, he's not going to prove he's the best player in baseball and sway us by playing in the postseason. Uh, I just think 
he's kind of uh, a vanilla, boring superstar. I think, though, you know what, though, Greg, to to Michelle's point, though, and I think she's right, you're right, everybody says he's the best guy, but we don't see him. Right. And that's the thing, that if you're watching as a general fan in postseason play, now he's on the biggest stage, so at least you see him. And if he's playing late at night, you don't see him a lot. And I think that's what maybe where you're going with that. Yeah, Greg, I always say that Mike Trout being the best player in baseball is like an urban legend because hardly anyone has seen it. <laughs> well, unfortunately, uh, those fans haven't been staying up watching the late MLB tonight because there's a really flashy host. There's a flashy host on that show right. that, that does a lot of Mike Trout live look-ins, and you'll get a chance to see all the Mike Trout you want. <laughs> So I would recommend they watch that show. Are you talking about Harold Reynolds? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Nolan Arenado, 11th in jersey sales, and Yachty is number 15 at the moment. Hey, one last thing before we let you go, and you're going to sit down, you're going to watch a lot of games today, and obviously throughout the course of the season you do. But when you sit down, you rarely have the ability to do what you're going to do today, watch three or four games. And when I talk to people, say, what do you love about baseball? Whether it's the grace of the defense or whether it's the power of somebody to hit a home run, whether it's that one-on-one battle between a pitcher and a batter that is the game within the game, what is it, what individual aspect of it makes Greg Amzinger love baseball so much? I love when egos collide. So it's the mano a mano pitcher-batter, okay? So when Ronald Acuna is, is at the plate and Josh Hader throws the sixth straight fastball and he fouls it straight back once again, and you know Josh Hader's not coming off the fastball, and you know Ronald Acuna Jr. knows he's not coming off the fastball, so you have power ego against power ego, and as a man with an ego like I have, (laughs) I just thoroughly enjoy that. Two hard-headed stars. Who will prevail? To me, there is no other sport that can replicate that. And the other part of baseball that I love is when we're – and, and Dan does a great job of this when he calls Cardinal games. You sit in it. There's no sport that makes you sit in the suspense like baseball. So two outs, ninth inning, bases loaded, Cardinals up a run, right? Jordan Hicks is on the mound, three balls, two strikes, a tight shot of his face. We're waiting. Dan's letting it breathe. All of a sudden, foul ball, we do it again. We have to go through the whole entire emotional experience. To me, it's why baseball – it's, it's just the perfect sport. Anybody of any size can be the star that day and save the game. So I, I can't wait to experience all of those emotions over and over and over again this summer. You know, I, I, you made me think of something. I was talking with, uh, I can't remember who it was, a couple of days ago, and they say, well, it's a team sport. I said, really, it's not. You know, the, the, it is a team they're out there. We say that's the team, but it's it's one on one, man. It, it's it's you against that ball, or it's you against that other player, one on one. And that's how I look at it. I really do. It, it really is that way. And you have your teammates. If you're a pitcher, yeah, you got your guys. Sure. Hopefully they're ready. But you have the ball. The game is the ball, and whoever has the ball in their hand lets go of the game when he lets go of the ball. So now no one owns it, and let's see if Ronald Acuna Jr. can own it with his bat. I just love that that thought process behind it. And, and there's such a lack of control, even though these players have so much of it in, in, in such a difficult sport to have control in. So I, I just absolutely am obsessed with the sport. Greg Amsinger, we'll miss you on MLB Network. 17 straight hours of live opening day coverage today, but we will be with you tomorrow on MLB <laughs> Network as you make your grand and triumphant return coming off the I.L. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Thank you, my first IL stint. I'll be ready. I'll be ready for tomorrow night. <laughs> You're the best. Talk to you later. I see you guys. See you, Greg. That's Greg Amzinger, MLB Network on 101 ESPN. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target's red card, debit card, you'll save 5% every Target trip on top of everyday low prices, in-store and online. Debit red card links from your existing bank account. Visit Target.com slash red card to get all the details. Restrictions apply. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.